In part three of Why Are You Here? We had the privilege of engaging with the dynamic and influential author, Peter Sprecher. We delve into his journey as a preacher, the profound impact he has had on individuals, and our personal reflections on his work. We then move into exploring the significance of intermersional relationships and discuss our mutual spiritual beliefs. All right, guys, get ready, take some notes, see you in there. We got something to tell you. We got merch. Yeah, guys, we have t-shirts. We have hoodies. T-shirts are $19.99. And hoodies $39.99. Are $39.99. And guys, if you want it, you can DM us on at our Instagram, technically.short. Or if you know us personally, you can shoot us a text message. But uh, but yeah, see you in the episode. See you in the episode. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Technically Short. I'm Sean. I'm Thomas. And this is... I'm Peter. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were just going one after the other, but yeah. (laughs) Our special guest today is Peter, if you haven't guessed it. Peter Sprecher. Yeah. Yeah, man. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can tell, and you guys already know, that this is the first time we've ever done a... If you if we have the video showing, this is the first time we've ever done a video call with a guest, <laughs> and Peter helped us like uh, set it up and showed us Riverside, so it's a pretty cool platform. Um, yeah, this is part three of why, the Why Are You Here series, a series all about purpose. So, yeah. Last t- last episode was with Sean and I. We then we had we had Kendall before. If you haven't listened to those yet, go ahead uh, pop onto those. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe. Give us a five star review. Five stars and share us out on your socials. All right, let's dive in. So, Peter, how's it going? <laughs> doing really well. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to finally be on it. I know we've been talking about this for a really long time, and we just. It seems like we kept postponing it, but now it's it's happening, so it feels really cool, to be on it. All right. Well, before we dive in deep, guys, we always start off with our exaltations. exaltations. Make sure to look at the camera. Oh, exaltations. <laughs> totally forgot about we have a camera now, so it's <laughs> unique. Uh, so, yeah. Thomas, do you want to start first, or do you want me to start? I'll go. Uh, just to... Just to uh, for those... If this is your first time here listening to us, we whenever we have a guest... We start with some exhortations, some ways to lift up our guest to really show you who we perceive them to be, private conversation, and um, perceive them to be. That's what I meant. But <laughs> uh, and yeah, so whatever. Typically, how I do it, Peter. I don't know if you've listened to uh, episode uh, past episodes. Um, but the way we, uh, I always think of, it's like the first thing that pops in my head whenever I think of that particular person. And yeah. it's always a good thing. Cause we want to ask you, we didn't think you had something that uh, we didn't like you. Maybe one, maybe one day we'll have somebody, uh, we'll think about it. But <laughs> <laughs> today's episode is going. It's not today. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so the first thing that popped in my head was, Honestly, I, I actually usually write down bullet points, but this time I wrote down like a just a little short sentence and see if I can find it on here. 
I wrote down uh, an inspirational, wise young author who is going to change the world. Whoa, that is powerful. And uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, dude, because dude, like, not only like with it two days ago, we got to hear you preach, right? Yeah, I see. And that was insane. So good. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to come out because a lot of times when I'm speaking, it's really weird because I I don't really remember it very yeah. well. Like you get up there and then it's kind of just, you don't really remember. So I don't really know exactly what happens, so, um, but I'm, I'm excited to, yeah, to hear it. So I'm going to break some news to you here on the podcast. <laughs> Something messed up with the recording. Oh, really? Yeah. So it. Uh, so I. So yeah. I, we don't know what, whether we did something when we production. Us as a production team did something, or there's something wrong hardware wise. But uh, yeah, there's. They didn't have the video to post. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah, it was great. I, I think the people that were who needed to listen to it were there. Yeah. Right. God, and God, yeah. when stuff like that happens, it was it was just for the people in the room, and the Lord had put that specifically message for us you yeah know what i mean yeah it seemed like there was a lot of like personal stuff afterwards where people were saying like that was very specific to what just happened in my life and i needed an answer to it so it was yeah. so good um my exaltation to my young um mentee i would say is the legendary peter i would describe him as well yeah <laughs> in the bible like young on fire for God, and it's going to change the world. I like what Thomas said, definitely change the world. Young author is going to change the world. But I would say young pastor, young preacher is going to change <laughs> the world. So good, though. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. man. So now diving in, before we dive in, we're going to have a conversation on purpose. But before we do, could you give like a quick like few minute um, overview of who Peter Sprecher is? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, yeah, my name is Peter. I'm 19 years old. Um, I'm from a Christian family, and we are missionaries. So we go to Africa, we go to parts of Asia, uh, Central America, going and telling people about the kingdom of God um, and training, whether that is with the youth or whether that's with pastors, um, training people on how to lead their generation. Because many times what people will do as missionaries is that they'll they'll come and they like to be in the spotlight and they'll like to be the, the special speaker and they'll come and they'll do like these big revival services and um, crusades. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But what we like to do in our family, and this is what I really like to do, is to, to make it personal hmm. and train the people in the country how to reach out to their own people. So that when we do these big meetings, when we have these crusades and, and stuff, that it's the the people of the culture reaching out to the culture. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's what, that's really what I like to do. So I really do feel called to be a teacher, uh, to disciple people. And that's what I've been able to do these past couple of years, especially with the youth training youth, mm. how to reach their generation using the tools that we have. Um, but yeah, I really, I really do love the Bible. I love Jesus. Um, and I love my generation. I love how they learn, how um, they struggle with certain things, but how they want to continue to know, want to continue to grow. So um, I'm excited for what God's going to do. Yeah. 
So, mm. man. <laughs> this is going to be an exciting episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm pumped. We got, it was, the things that you were talking about makes me want to do like a completely like separate episode. Yeah. That is like just, I don't know, just, a, just like no, no, no topic. We just go. You <laughs> see what God does? Yeah. It's, <laughs> when a preacher goes up on the stage and they say like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to go as a preacher. At least I always get so excited because it's like, you know, it's real. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And God loves to do stuff like that. Spontaneous. Yes. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so let's get into the conversation on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Peter, as you, as you see it, as you see purpose, like, how do you understand it? Um, yeah, the, the words like purpose, uh, calling, you know, like I, I'm like to mush those two together. Yeah. That might not be the most like theological thing, <laughs> but to, to me, I like to put them together. So it's like, um, having our call is very important. Having a purpose, our purpose is very important. Um, but it's not but it's not just something that's about you. And I think that was a, a big thing for me, especially with the idea of purpose, that it's not about what I'm going to do in the world. It's not about uh, my purpose. It's about the body of Christ. It's about what the body of Christ's purpose is right now in our generation. What is our role? So I think with purpose, it's not necessarily um, just the individual thing. It's something that, uh, that is like collective that you learn from, from each other. Um, yeah. Like Jesus said that, that we would be one, like he and the father are one, like we would have one purpose, one, um, yeah. Call. Hmm. So I think it's important to understand what yours is and what, what, what part you have in the, in the grand purpose. Cause I think that's where it can become a little bit individual. Like you have the fivefold ministry, like you have the prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers apostles figuring out where you fit into that especially with with ministry um i don't think everybody is called into ministry but i do believe that everybody does yeah i as a christian fit into the body of christ and have some role with spreading the good news um yeah it's definitely an important subject wow Straight Sorry, off. I get on as I'm trying to. I, I'm not used to having like a podcast like type thing. I'm like I'm just used to preaching, so I get. Yeah. No, man. We're <laughs> watching you. We're we're excited about this. Um, my question is: so, why are you here, Peter? Specifically, you, your your specific purpose, your specific calling, if you would like. Um, I really do feel called to teach be a teacher especially of the word of god and what i really want to do is like we talked about earlier like have authenticity i think that's something that my generation really craves and it's not something that they have too much of um and i think if i could be a teacher and i could like my passion would be genuine and my my knowledge that i am teaching and the revelations that i'm teaching would be an authentic you know, like authentically from God, not from an opinion. I feel like yeah. that could really, really add something to the grand scheme of things. Um, but yeah, I really do feel called to to teach. And a big part of that is through social media, because that's a big part of how um, my generation learns yeah. and is influenced. 
So my goal is not to become the biggest YouTuber or the biggest TikToker or anything, but but to have that, but to have like scroll and find that one video where it's just, it's not pushing you to like buy something or, or follow or, or not that any of those things are bad, but like have, have real Jesus through social media. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. It's okay. I know you guys are, you actually do that as well. So. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. You go too much. sure. And like, it's funny that you say that because <clears throat> a lot of the times, like most of the, a lot of the, almost all the conversations we have on this podcast, God's brought up because of who we bring on to the podcast. Because everybody that we bring on, we've met through church. We've met, we've, and, um, but I always, like, I always do like, I like to stress, even though it's like the core of our lives, like, this this podcast it's like there we uh, we have other people that are are young younger than us but our age range that have a podcast as well and like each one is different and yeah. this one like i like to think of it as a i personally at least like to think of it as like it's not specifically a christian podcast but we're a christians who have a podcast yeah and like, cause its purpose isn't to reach Christians. Its purpose, right. is, its purpose is to reach those who don't know what Christian, not just don't know what Christianity is, but like, it's to understand that like, like Christians aren't bad people. <laughs> We're just people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you're, yeah, you're like with all your guests, you're getting the the best part of this podcast, best part of this ministry. You know, right. and you're you're able to bring in all of the opinions and all of the different revelations on in like to one place and you're showing people like yeah what christianity is really like it's not just yeah. one side of it yeah and like i really like i like what you said about being a teacher because whenever whenever i went uh my freshman freshman year of college i was a mid-level science education major and wow. i swapped out immediately <laughs> Like after like a couple, after like a few, a few semesters, after like the first semester, because they had us do shadowings, and I was like, "This isn't for me," because and like it wasn't it wasn't my calling. And I, I was like, I just know that I was like, and now I I graduated as computer science, but like I'm curious, like, because that's not specifically the type of teacher you're talking about, though. You're talking, yeah, about, well, or is it? I, I I love to teach the Bible, and in yeah, order right. to teach the Bible, you kind of have to teach everything <laughs> okay so that actually do actually find myself at times teaching parts of science not that i know a lot of science but you take like these different like like reactions or, or animals or just like things throughout biology and you see how it refers to god because god made that and god's like image is shown through that so yeah yeah it's you kind of have to go as a spirit uh, leads mm -hmm. yeah no that's really that's really interesting that's cool yeah teaching the bible um hmm. i like how you said um <clears throat> that like for the for the people listening that if even if you don't know what you can bring to the body of christ you have something that you're able to bring like the right. fivefold ministry is a great example of God 
using us to change yeah. the earth, you know? And I think it's really important for us as believers. And if you're not a believer, um, you still have purpose and you still have a calling. And I hope you get to find that. Um, we're here for you as believers and unbelievers. Our podcast is to reach everybody and anybody. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I think it's really important for us as believers to know that you have a purpose. You you have a reason why God put you here. Yeah. Amen. No, that's an, I think we, it's funny, your message the other day inspired the whole conversation on purpose in a small group. And like, I see it's the same Holy Spirit. We have the yeah. same Holy Spirit. This is the it, message right now. Exactly. And like, we like talked, like there's guy there's like guys like me, I just found mine or another guy. He said like, goes as like you had us kneel and um he was like as i was as i was i was there my eyes were closed like i just saw all these things in my life just like folding on top of each other and and he's like and, and i feel like i'm starting starting to get it yeah and he, and he and he just accepted christ he's like a month ago yeah we we talked after the service yeah <laughs> and like man it was uh it was it was such a cool conversation and like we got, we went into like the purpose like like one of the questions was like why do people struggle with their purpose why do people struggle to find their purpose yeah um what's your thought on that um hand me my water i think part of it is that we're looking for something individual and where we're trying to become our own separate thing mm-hmm. There's this one saying I really like, uh, this guy named Mark said it, and he said, it's better to be a small part of a big thing rather than a big part of a small thing. And kind oh. of viewing your role as that. Yeah. That it's better to be, yeah, again, the small part in this grand scheme of things. And I think, yeah, how we discover our purpose is by seeking after the presence of God, mm-hmm. not seeking after what has what has God called me to do? What what does God want me to do right now? Like are not seeking after the blessings of God, not seeking after um like the things God does, but actually seeking after God himself. Yeah. After seeking at like seeking God's presence, seeking his face. It's like seeking a relationship with him. Yeah. And at, like it's so simple. It simplifies everything. Like it simplifies your call. It simplifies your purpose because you're not limiting yourself to one thing because God is so creative and God does so many things, but you also have this sense of security. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it's easy to like put a sense of performance in there, especially with your call, because if I want to be a missionary, like I know I'm not the first missionary. Yeah. And it's so easy to compare myself to Paul, the apostle Paul or to Smith Wigglesworth, or to David Livingston, who literally did change the world. And it's easy to have this unhealthy pressure. But yeah. when our mission and our call call is after God, like to seek after his presence, there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. It takes away performance and it takes away, um, yeah, yeah, pressure. And all you want is to know and to make known God, and you actually end up making a far greater impact through that um, than you ever could have done if you were just focused on your purpose. 
No, that, that was so good. That's a, like, again, that lines up right with the conversation we were having, uh, throwing small group <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, the, to sum it up, like the way, the way I, I kind of phrased it and you've correct me if, uh, any, like, if you, if you think this isn't the right way to summarize it, but the way I thought about it, it may, it's more of a blunt way to say it. Um, if people are struggling so hard and like really stressing out about their purpose, it's my thought that they're trying too hard. Yeah. Um, good. Yeah, no, you're right. Because uh, people are so passionate. I'm sorry. It's weird because we're doing it. I'm like, it's a little bit of a delay, but I think it's just cool that people care that much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like people, they, know they have a purpose and they want it so bad and they, they try so hard. So I don't think it's yeah. all just a negative thing because they do have a sense of urgency. No, that's good. See that that's why I like having these conversations. <laughs> the uh, opposite viewpoint. Well no, not just a different perspective. I yeah. wouldn't say it's opposite, it's just an addition. Like yeah, it's not it's not there's not a neg it's not negative like like, like, like you, you put the, like, not, like, he's like, yeah, it's not just a negative thing that right. people, like, at least they know that they have one. Yeah. They, they know that they do have one and yeah. they, they're trying to find it. No, that's good, man. That's good. And like, like I, I, man, it's just like, and this is going to be a later question, but like, since we're on this now, yeah. Um, like what could you Peter, like talk directly to the listeners for a second. And yeah. like, for the people, either if they're struggling or that maybe they, maybe they feel like they've accepted that they don't have a purpose. What would you say they to them? To the people who think that they don't have a purpose or to the people that haven't found it yet? Or are we talking about both? Both. Yeah. Okay. Um, so to the people who haven't found it yet, but they know that they have one. Yeah. Uh, I think I brought this up in the message, maybe not, but there's this verse in Proverbs and it says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true because the Bible says, but I also just, that's how I founded my life. When I'm trying to find my purpose and my calling, what I naturally do is I just figure out what I'm good at. And I was like, I'm going to look at my talents and that's obviously going to be what god wants me to do um but if that were so then i don't think i would ever be a teacher <laughs> because yeah. i i i remember like preaching and i just i i preached everything in five minutes and i just kind of walked off the stage because i didn't know what to do i just forgot everything i said like there's so many times mm. where i was not a good preacher not a good teacher and i'm still learning i'm still making so many mistakes but if i were looking at you know what i'm good at I would not choose teacher. <laughs> um, but what how, how I found that idea is by worshiping God and being in that place in his presence and prioritizing that. Because in that wonder for God that you find during worship, you find who you are, you find who God is, you find wisdom, you find all knowledge. And that's genuinely where you find who you are, is by God, because God created you. It's very simple. Yeah, and I think it, it. Everybody does have a different story, so it's not going to be exactly the same as mine. But I do know that after, like, seeking after worship, seeking after God, you're going to find your purpose, and your calling, because that's what God said would happen. Yeah.
um, to the people who don't think that they have a purpose, that's just, for some reason, that's just so outside of <laughs> my, like, my spectrum. Like, that's, that's too, truly, I guess when you first encounter God, that's when your whole perspective shifts. Yeah. You, you go from being part of the world to being a part of the kingdom of heaven. And I guess that's so, it's so hard for me to understand, like, how could I not have a purpose? Because I've, I'm, I'm fully, you know, I'm committed to God. I'm committed to his kingdom. So that high idea isn't, it doesn't, I don't get that. Well, let me, <laughs> good though. No, no, I, I, I want to touch on this real quick if I can, because, um, being a Christian, uh, should give you purpose off rip, like off rip. Yeah people who don't know Christ, they have a little bit more leniency of trying to find a purpose. But mm -hmm. as a Christian, you already have purpose like yeah. given to you. And, right. Like and Jesus was clear about this for like when he gave uh, the talents, for instance, talents yes. would be exa example of everybody has purpose, right? He gives one guy uh, one talent, the guy with one talent, believed in himself that he doesn't have purpose so he's like i'm not gonna lose this i'm not gonna do anything i'm just gonna hide this and then i'll give it back later the guy yep. with two talents but knows he has purpose and he's gonna use his special gifts and he doubles it mm -hmm. the guy with four talents really blessed guy also knew he had purpose used all four and that also doubles so it's example of like us in life, we are all given purpose, but what are we going to do with it? Some right. people say, I don't have a purpose and then they just run from their purpose. Us, I feel like we as Christians, especially, and if you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, um, you still have a purpose and it's your job to do your purpose in life. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah, amen. that's why I like like your guys' style because God's going to give you guys something that he's not going to give me. I get to learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best part about being a teacher is you get to learn. So I'm always learning too. That's the only way of growth. All right. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. I was actually thinking for some reason when you said the parable of the talents, I thought of the one where he goes out into the marketplace and then he starts calling people. I, I don't think that's called the parable of talents. I think I'm, I, I got it mixed up. So I think that parable also works, right? Because there's people like waiting in the marketplace and they, they literally did not have a purpose. They're like, nobody's hiring us. Mm. Like, mm. like nobody's, yeah. Like, what are we going to do? So he, he calls some people early in the day, some like in the middle of the day, some late in the day, and he gives them all the same money. And I, I think at, like in the end, everybody gets the same prize. And I think that's a great analogy for this question. That sometimes people find their purpose when they're very young and they continue to work in the field. Um, and then some people in the middle of their life, some people at the end of their life, they find their purpose. But how we all have the same reward. We all have the same prize. Yeah. Yeah. So if, yeah, I guess the beginning of our calling and the beginning of us finding a purpose is when Jesus comes. Hmm. Yeah. Being a Christian. That's really good. Like the way I was like, uh, I'm glad you hopped in. But I'm glad you hopped in. I was going to like rephrase the question because it was because because like people that either they don't believe that they have a purpose, right, or like they just 
disregard that altogether. It's like, that's not that they don't believe that they don't have one. They just don't think about it. Like, it's just not something they usually think about. It's just, I don't think it is a common thing to think about in the world. Why do you think that is? Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like what, what, like, what do you think in our culture is trying to convince people that they don't have a purpose? I think it's the, it's the general, like, it's like, I feel like there's a general rule of thumb in the world of like, you get, you go to school, go to college, get the, get, get, get the job and you follow. It's like, it's like your purpose is to do what's always been done. Mm, that's so good. And, <laughs> and like, it, as long as you do those things and you're good, then you're successful. Right. And it never really, it doesn't leave any wiggle room if you fall, if you follow, if you follow that path. Yeah. So and it's like good. trying to break the mold. It's it's encourages you not to break the mold, just to stay with everybody else. Yep. Yeah. Good. Like it, and it also is easy to go with, like you go to go with the grain, go with the flow. I I I've known so many people that go, yeah, I just go with the flow, man. Like yeah. I I I just go wherever the wind blows me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you heard that one before. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like. Man, but if you think about that, how how interesting is that? That in the Bible, the Holy Spirit is like defined as wind, like most of the time, Great. and people are just using this phrase like "go wherever the wind blows." I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, go where the wind blows, go where the Holy Spirit leads you. But it's like we, like even just in our sayings, it's like yep. the, like it, it there, God is there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I never that's- thought of that. That's so good. <laughs> oh man, do you never know what's gonna happen, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but no, that's why. Like, it's because it, yeah, it's always been done. It's easy. People don't like want to break the grain because it's hard, and there's suffering, and there, there's suffering, and there's uncertainty, and there's all these things that make people uncomfortable, and most people don't become. Most people don't let themselves be uncomfortable. Yeah. And therefore, they don't find their purpose. Mm. Like, yeah, another thing that I was thinking like with that um, like with that um, like just go with the flow just go wherever you feel like going is because like if we think about our beginning and yeah. what our culture is teaching us with our beginning like there isn't a lot of intention there's, it's not intentional there's not a lot of worth yeah. with where you came from Wh- whether that's with your family like you you were an accidental pregnancy or something or or whether that's with how we were taught like the universe started like how we're we're just a speck of dust or we're 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 just this tiny little part in the grand scheme of things like Mm -hmm. we're taught that our the way we live our life has a very limited impact Mm -hmm. has a beginning and it has an end so what is the point of all of it right so i think that mindset can really take away purpose that's that's true. That's so good. Yeah, man. This conversation seems like it's so good. <laughs> like, you have anything before I keep going? Honestly, man, I I love what you said. I feel like the world teaches people a limited mindset. Yeah, it's follow like what Thomas said. It's be the sheep in a bad way right? <laughs> right exactly because as a christian you're also as a christian, we, we we love sheep but like 
but it's the be the sheep in a bad way meaning like you just follow whatever you're told and you don't have any individualism yeah and it's more like just do you your life you could do whatever you want long as it follows these rules and long as you stick it to the order that we give you because then you have no impact yeah you just follow what the grain says well and the grain is lately it's more of if i was going to say um i'm about to pass it to you okay um (laughs) the grain is the individualism is really like you have no purpose you're just doing you just do whatever makes you happy and that's not anything when you come to purpose purpose isn't about you Right. Yeah. If you think purpose is about you, you already missed your purpose. Well, because the purpose has an impact on others. I have things. Yeah, you you got it. Um, okay, I got a couple of things. So remember that I'm saying. I, I guess uh, Jesse Leji uh, Leji. I didn't say his name. Yeah. Remember that I said his name uh, <laughs> because I, I might forget. But uh, but no, the one thing you said yeah. was. That you don't, if you don't get into your purpose, if you're just going with the flow, if you're just going with the world, then you don't have an impact. And I disagree. You do have an impact, except it's not the right one. Oh, because everybody, you're in, every every person you ever come in contact with, no matter like whether you like it or not, you have an impact on that person. And it if if you're living in your purpose, like do we have this conversation? Did we have this conversation with Kendall? Or did we have this conversation with us last episode where we talked about like your purpose goes with you wherever you go? I think it was Kendall when we had that conversation. And Either way, it, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, if you're living in your purpose wherever you go, then like you're. Uh, you, uh, I think that I, I honestly just believe you're going to be a you're like you're going to be more of a light in the world because mm-hmm. the purpose that you have. The purpose that you have on your life, especially as we believe as Christians, like, um, like our purpose, like Peter already said, like it's within the larger grand scheme of the uh, of the Great Commission of the Great Purpose, that uh, Great Purpose, and yeah. it's all about how we individually contribute to the body to that mission, and like, if you're if can I share something or. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So do you remember when Jesus was like, uh, he died, he rose again, then he was about to ascend back into heaven? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's many versions like throughout the Gospels. Um, but one of them, Jesus is saying that he will not leave us as orphans. Yeah. But he, but he will come to us. And with the Holy Spirit, it's like our adoption into God's family. And I think that's a really big factor when it comes to your purpose, because if you're living like an orphan, if you have the orphan mindset that Jesus is talking about, you're like, you're trying to make a way for yourself. An orphan doesn't have like an inheritance. They don't have family traditions. They don't have like a small part in the bigger part of your family, right? You don't have a role. You're, You're coming up with your own role. So when people are thinking like that, like in the world, like you were saying, like people go, where they feel like going they they go where everybody else is because they're they're trying to make a way for themselves so they're they're looking to others to to show that but when you're when you have the holy spirit you are a part again of a family you're adopted and i think it's a great image to use okay i, was, I brought up jesse uh, leggy before leggy before Le- yeah and i brought something up to him 
as to like in the concept context of like I I felt like God was kept slamming doors in my face. And I kept I felt like there was like and like I was like, oh so that must be a that must be uh, a sign that I need to stay like stay where I'm at or that's like I like, I kept trying to pursue certain things and they just kept not working out. And then that kind of led into that kind of like I was like, yeah, so I felt like God was kind of slamming these doors in my face to direct me in one area. And Jesse was like, Thomas, those doors were already closed and you were banging your head against them. <laughs> like, and like, um, so the way my mind works, it's like, I made that, I made a connection and to like, whenever we're talking about purpose, like, what are your guys' opinions on like, do, do, do people, people have, the way I say, do people have a purpose? They do have a purpose, but the way some things were being said may, may may have made it be perceived that unless they accept their purpose, then they don't have a purpose. And that person, and that, so, which is not, I don't believe, I, I personally don't believe that. So I just was curious where your guys' takes were. That is actually so good. Thomas. <laughs> I love that question. Honestly, I kind of do believe that. Like, because Think about it like this. If, um, for instance, um, Saul had a a purpose, right? Yeah. Purpose to be king. Purpose to change the Jewish, uh, expand the Jewish uh, culture, take territory. Um, and he failed. He failed his purpose. How did he fail his purpose? By disobedience, by not by not accepting the true trueness of his purpose. And I feel like we as people, we can miss our purpose. Like yeah. there's people who were supposed to be the best swordsmen in the world and they get, for some reason, something happens in their life and maybe they're terrified of swords. Or there's people who are supposed to be the best fighter in the world and they don't want to fight. Like, they don't want to train. They don't want to work at it. And I feel like we, as people, we get that choice. Like, do you want to do what you were called to do? What you, what was your purpose on you? Or, or do you not? And if, and I feel like you can say, like, hey, I don't want to do this. Uh, it's not for me. I'm, I'm hopping out of it. I'm not going to do that. And I think you will live a life of regret and unfulfillment, but yeah. you can't live that life. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah, that does make sense. Because everybody does have free will. You can you can't yeah. choose what you want to do. But I think that is a really great point. Because if we genuinely are living the way God wants us to live, there's gonna be many moments where we're just uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable because I'm doing something wrong. No, it's it's uncomfortable because you're making an impact. It's uncomfortable because mm -hmm. you're actually not compromising. So if we're just yeah, if we're basing like our decisions off of what makes us comfortable or not. We're just going to go from purpose to purpose to purpose. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Great point. That's good. You have anything else? No, nah, I thought that was really good. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, probably end it pretty soon, but there's the way I was in the tight end with like Jessica, I realized I, I thought I was talking like, I didn't really explain the connection. <laughs> Uh, to, uh, but like, because it's my perception that the purpose 
is always and like like when he was like Jason was like the door is open, and I would just I just was choosing not to walk through it, and like so like you, like what you were saying like purpose is there the per the purpose like like the purpose is there, and like all like you all you have to do is accept it. All you have to do uh, the way I'm saying, uh, like all you do have to do is walk through that door that's already open to yeah. you. Yeah. Um. So, like the way I was saying, like you, like we say, like if you're you're here, if you're on this earth, you have a purpose. Right. It's there for you to accept, but you, but you have to accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just that that is true. I I think, but just because a door is open to you. I don't think that qualifies it as the right door. Okay. Uh, because sometimes, like, the enemy is constantly after you. He's trying to do all of the... Anything he can do to confuse you, try to get you to take your eyes off of God. Yeah. And I think when, when he can... When he realizes that he can't convince you that you are worthless, and he, and he can't convince you that you don't have a purpose, I think what he'll try to do is he'll just try to flood your life with opportunity. Um, until, until you start doing things because they're good, um, rather than doing things because it's what God wants you to do. Cause mm-hmm. I think we just need to stop as Christians just doing good things just because it's good. does not, doesn't mean that that's what God wants you to do. Yeah. But there is an intentional door that God will open for you, but I don't know if it's going to be the only open door. Okay. That, that is so good. Okay. But again, yeah, we right. God does. God does intentionally close doors, though, when mm-hmm. it is unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Then that's like, man, like you mentioned before, you're like, how you're like learning from us, and it goes both ways, Absolutely. <laughs> very clearly. Well, yeah, it's, we're a conversation, Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah, and it, it, it definitely goes both ways. Like we're learning, like this whole conversation, we've learned. Like I feel like we have learned a lot from you, and everyone that has, has listening is going to be learning a lot from you. And that, like people already have learned tons from you, because um, and it's, I feel like part of that is because you like you already said your purpose is to teach. Yeah, purpose. Yeah, <laughs> right. Purpose to go after God. Yes. Um. So, to wrap it up, the fi- some final questions. Uh, I forget. I forget some of them. But <laughs> um, whenever you're like, if you ever recommend resources, books, like in the concept of whether it's purpose, calling, or maybe it's just uh, personal growth, development. Um, what kind of resources do you typically recommend to people? The Bible is a great book. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody, if, if, you probably know that. Um, but as, besides the Bible, um, that's actually uh, what I'm doing now. I haven't, I haven't finished many of these, but there's this book called um, The Pressure's Off. Okay. That I, this is actually recent. I, I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know the end. But again, if there's a book that's not the Bible, there's probably going to be something in it that's not perfect. Mm-hmm. But I think this really helps, especially when you're you you have like for me, for example, I have Christian parents who are in ministry, and they are very effective in ministry. 
and sometimes there can be a lot of pressure um, to you know take it one step further and 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 try to do what they're doing. Um, it can lead to a lot of insecurity and a lot of performance based decisions. So I know this book has been helpful so far. <laughs> it's The Pressure's Off by Larry Crabb. So that one. Um, and then there was one about, it's called Honor's Reward. Okay. Um, it's, I think it's a pretty popular book, but it teaches a lot about uh, how to how to receive a full reward, not necessarily heaven versus hell. We're not talking about that, but a reward and the end when Jesus rewards you for the things that you have done and how to live honorably, whether that's respecting your, uh, the fellow ministers or respecting the government or respecting people who you don't like. Mm -hmm. Um, that one was very helpful for me. Um, it's not necessarily saying you have to obey everybody, but it's saying that you never want to get to a point where you, you are disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that one's very helpful. Uh, and then I would recommend my book, <laughs> but <laughs> I think you, we, it's not, you can't really buy it right now unless you meet me. So, well, I'm trying to work on that, but there are a lot of better books than mine. So I would recommend these too. <laughs> well, I, I have it on my bookshelf. I have, I have your book. Oh. It's got, for those who don't know, it's called uh, what, the, the Way of a Sun or oh, the Way the of Ways a, of the Sun. Yeah, the Ways of a Sun. Yeah. Um, no man, it's good read. I I I recommended it to uh, at least one guy <laughs> at, on Wednesday. Thank <laughs> so you. To ask you about it. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess this would be the time. So who would you like uh, to be our next guest? Um. Uh, have you had Brandon on the show? Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. You um, watched that episode. Oh, oh. yes. Yeah. I need to watch more. I need to come back. <laughs> it's a really uh, good. Episode. You'll like it. I really like to hear Pastor Brandon. Uh, Meg from Amplify. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I think she's a really good speaker. Um, Maybe Luke. That'd be uh, good. Pastor Brandon's uh, How to One. Yeah. The guy looks like Ryan Trey. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> awesome. Well, man, thank you for being on. Yeah, thank you for having me. This yeah. This is, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I, it was amazing. Um, yeah, guys, like you said in the, early, in the beginning of the episode, uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe. Give, like. Give us a five-star review. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, share us out on all your socials. All right, guys. Catch you next time. See you next time, guys. See ya. Bye.